0: Hello friends, Laura here from Tickled Out Life and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. In this episode, I am of course joined by my amazing co-host, the Tickled Out Life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. Welcome to part two of our series about making your sexual debut. In part two, we talk about how to get more comfortable with that experience the difference between orgasming and coming and discuss a very famous sex scene from the Netflix series Bridgerton. If you want to share your thoughts with us, please reach out to us on our socials or email us at podcast at tickle.life. We'd love to learn your tips for a first time experience and even share your stories. Normalizing conversations about all aspects of sex is what we're here to do. Just as a disclaimer, we are not doctors or therapists. If you are having any medical or mental health issues, please seek out a qualified professional. We are not giving out medical advice. All right, everyone, let's get into the episode. What can we do before sex to help us, you know, get a little bit more comfortable with that experience? So I'm thinking, like, foreplay or other types of things
1: <sighs> um is you know such a great area with that to be honest because again it may not be planned it may, it, listen i played almost uh, tag for my first time. i was like no no let's play cards let's talk about school Let's do, I was uh, like avoiding the whole, no, 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 let's do these other things. Like it wasn't no, let's get ready for it. Let's not do this at all. How about mm-hmm. that? Like, mm, I knew you were coming over, we didn't plan it. And I don't really know because I feel like, you know, so it, it's just so different. Mm-hmm. And it just has to be something you're comfortable with. It's I just, it's very gray for me, honestly. It's very gray. Sure. It can go a lot of ways. We can say something and it may not work out for you. And we can say nothing and it may work out the other way for you. So mm-hmm. it's like, mm, you got to see where it takes you. <laughs> it's totally. one of those kind of not blind journey, but kind of only like a peekaboo seeing like, oh, I see a little bit. There it is. That looks nice. A little light over there. Let's, let's go that way and see what's happening over there. Totally.
0: Totally. So I kind of interpreted that question as more like, you know, let's like you and your partner are ready you're both down to clown and (laughs) (laughs) it's my favorite phrase from parks and rec (laughs) you know you're both you're both ready to get into it i would say you know start with some foreplay right like get the body warmed up get the blood flowing get to feel comfortable with your partner like use that time to explore each other's bodies before getting into you know the, the the big event right the more foreplay that you have the more your body is going to relax the more naturally lubricated you'll become um for our vagina owners although of course extra lube is always good
1: and uh, yes, if you because um side note the clitoris does not get wet so um no. add a little bit on there don't DJ us to death thank you so much Yes, yes. yes.
0: (laughs) And if you are, you know, having anal sex for the first time, the anus is not self-lubricating, so Mm -hmm. it's going to need lube. And, you know, if you're doing fingering, you know, you're going to need lube, right? But you can do that oral sex, nipple play, engaging with the erogenous zones. Um, There are so many ways to physically engage in foreplay. And foreplay can actually start before you even see each other, right? So. (laughs) You can have some phone sex. You can share fantasies with each other. You can take a sexy picture. Although, if anyone is listening who's underage, I really discourage you from doing yes. sexy pictures. You know, there's that's all going to be, be a whole, honest. Other, whole I other episode. I don't
1: like it in non general because you might not be the person, and they share your photo. I'm like, don't even take it. Just yeah. send me a sexy text talking sexy to me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You might lose your so, phone.
0: <laughs> if it's a sexy picture, you know, any your your concerned about people sharing it which you know that's that's people sometimes are not so nice Mm -hmm. um you don't even necessarily need to be in it to show to make the picture sexy right like you can show your bedroom all set up with your candles and whatever Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you can you can show a picture of the lingerie that you're gonna wear right so um it doesn't necessarily like a sexy picture doesn't always have to include nudes but again like underage listeners don't
1: don't do, do don't, do don't do it.
0: Don't do it. Don't do it. Your parents and will get in trouble. We're not going to jail for that. <laughs> you could get in trouble for that, too, because of the way the laws are constructed. So, like, if someone... if Even if you're underage and someone... It, I mean, it depends on the state, and I'm not a lawyer. But, like, from what I understand, if someone sends you a nude and they are underage, and even though you are also underage, that could be considered child pornography.
1: Yes, because... So, um, my child's school experience that with someone else but also if the parents would file something the person who was in charge of the phone bill would get in trouble even though they had no knowledge of what was happening oh my god yeah so don't send them don't don't send them (laughs) okay
0: so during penetrative sex what would be some maybe like good tips
1: for the first time go slow Mm mm-hmm Check in again our favorite word communication communicate with the partner is that are we good here mm-hmm. am I hurting you are you comfortable and mm-hmm. then vice versa hey can you slow down that kind of feels uncomfortable can you adjust could mm-hmm. we use more lube it's feeling a little frictiony speak about it
0: a hundred percent don't say hundred.
1: Don't stay silent.
0: No, no, you both should be talking to each other and checking in about how the experience is going for both of you. Mm -hmm. And then, in terms of like what positions might be good for a first time, I'm going to take this quote from Steve from sex therapist Steven Snyder in an article by Teen Vogue, um, which we'll link to in our show notes. The best position is one where you feel the most comfortable. An advantage of lying on your back is that your body weight is fully supported by the bed and you can relax more fully. An advantage of you being on top is that you get to control anything. So why not tell your partner you want to try it both ways and see which one you like better? Remember, your pleasure and comfort are the top priorities here. Um, so I think that's really important. Like, uh, there's there's no... There's no right way necessarily to do this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there are probably very wrong ways to do it, but... Um, there's no, there's no singular right way for this to happen, right? And and if it's your very first time and you don't know what you like, maybe try a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason for like going slow, right? Like yes. if you go slow, you can acclimate to each position, and you can stop sex from happening if things get too uncomfortable,
1: right? Yeah. Okay. Good point.
0: And then aftercare. So we took you through the whole sexual journey. Everything is done. You both had a good time. What do you do after the experience? Um. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Step one. (laughs) Everyone should use the bathroom. Because you want to prevent those UTIs. And sex ends when you both mutually decide... That it's over, right? Or some person does a hard stop. Right. Like (laughs) it, you know, it if someone says, I'm done, I'm out, goodbye, sex is over, you either party, or you know, you're both kind of going at it and you're like, "Eh, I'm everything's done. My point in saying that is sex doesn't just have to end when one person orgasms, or like it doesn't have to
1: just end with orgasm, right? Like you can which I just Well, I just want to dip on that just a little bit Mm -hmm. just because there's been some things in the news we've been hearing about um, celebrities who she said that she faked orgasms for 10 years with her husband. And Mm -hmm. so I have so many follow-up questions, right? So first of all, we can come and not orgasm, right? So I think when people automatically just think, oh, if you didn't orgasm, everyone's not going to orgasm. But generally most of the time we're all gonna come. It's not gonna be explosive. Mm. So how do
0: you how are you differentiating orgasm versus coming?
1: So I could be sitting right here talking to all right now and I not gonna came right and it could be this could be happening or right? it could be moist right now. Mm-hmm. orgasm maybe could be more you know it's multiple. number one, mm-hmm. you're gonna be just feeling it more. you're gonna really know what happened again, like we talked about before, pre-ejaculation. Most men sometimes they don't even know what's happening. Our penis owners, excuse me, don't even know it's happening sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. So that's considered with them. They came, they didn't orgasm. They didn't realize it was happening. Okay, to them gotcha. going in and they're like, "Yeah, oh, the release," and they know it's happening. Sure, I think that's the thing. People are just like, "Oh my gosh, you didn't do this." I'm like, "You got a lot of follow-up questions. Mm-hmm. You faked orgasms for ten years, but did you come at all? Did you come at all?" mm mm-hmm. yeah you didn't feel that friction like that doesn't it doesn't sound right in my brain for 10 years y'all were just rubbing sandpaper like i don't get it like what's happening
0: yeah i mean and i guess my, my point in trying to say that like sex doesn't just have to end after like one person has orgasms or, or, or yeah has been i think that's a, that's a better way to put it maybe it has been satisfied meaning like if one partner finishes Mm -hmm. they can still be pleasing the other partner until they until they decide that they're done right right um and even if you don't come or you don't have an orgasm you can still enjoy that process right you can still get a lot out of it like orgasm doesn't necessarily have to be the ultimate goal of sex and likely if it's your very very first time that you've had sex that's not gonna happen no (laughs) But again, you can make sure that it feels as good as it as good as possible. It doesn't have to be like again, you know, we have this conception that it has to be painful and mm-hmm. you know kind of degrading and like awkward and gross. And it doesn't have to be like that at all. And Probably at will end, be a little bit
1: awkward, right. but it doesn't have to like it, it could be awkward in a funny way. Or and you know, it doesn't have to have fireworks. Like right. so we started off painful and then there were fireworks at the end. Right. Where did we get
0: these two? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 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 My Mm -hmm. one. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of quibbles about Bridgerton, but like (laughs) that that very first sex scene um, is just like they don't. It's so. I I mean, it's fantastical, right? So that's like whatever. But um, (laughs) there's like two seconds of foreplay, a little bit of penetration. And then she orgasms. And you're like, but she's doesn't even understand how sex works. Like, there's no way she's in touch with her body enough for her to even orgasm during. So, like, that's not how that... But
1: the touch that she received might have been enough for her body
0: that, to... That is true. I mean, uh, he's very seemingly... The character is good at what he does.
1: Um, so You know, uh, sure. can do erotic massage and and just be massaging the body and could have an amazing orgasm or have could have came a bunch of times
0: yeah which i would i could buy if they showed more of the foreplay mm. like if they showed more of that stimulation got it coming and you know i understand it's tv it's not porn blah blah blah. Okay, i get that but if there was an indication that there was a little bit more happening to get her fully aroused to right get her comfortable with him but the way that it is she's she's very attracted to him but she's super nervous she doesn't mm. understand anything about sex,
1: and he doesn't touch her for that long, except for well, I mean, penetration. That, too, can be, you know, very rough. Yeah. If you're super attracted to someone, they don't really have to do much. You could just be looking at them and be like, okay, oof. As soon as you <laughs> touch me, it's going to be over. You know, That's true. That's true. You can be like, wow, it's just, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and and maybe that's what they were going for Yeah, I think they're going for the less is more We already know that she's super attracted to him And as soon mm-hmm. as she does brush across her She's like, yes, it's over um, uh, Thank you
0: <laughs> <laughs> a, a strong breeze comes by Exactly, and, uh, there
1: we go His chest head and flew past And she's like, alright, that's it Thank you so much um, I'm good for today, thanks to you tomorrow <laughs> Okay, yeah,
0: definitely So So back to aftercare You know, check in with each other, right? Like, you can talk about the experience. You could help each other clean up, which has a little, you know, sexy ending Mm -hmm. to an already sexy time. Um, Go get food together. uh, Show each other that you care about each other's needs, that you're respecting their boundaries. And then maybe if you feel ready, you could go for round two.
1: And so I'm going to say this. Mm -hmm. I agree with all what you said. So I'm just going to say this for my younger, for our younger audience who may come across our content. Mm -hmm. If you've had a sexual experience first, second, third, whatever with someone, after your aftercare, aftercare does not include texting your friends (laughs) and telling them all about it. (laughs) Like, uh, let's just not do that. part. Right. Please. (laughs) let's be respectful of the person and not do that
0: i would i would 100 percent agree like you, you need to have a certain level of maturity with this it's after aftercare is an intimate moment between you and your partner it's not like you were saying a time to just tell oh hey everyone on the group chat like i just had sex <laughs> with so and so not really that cool right yeah. like you know, yeah. um, and also aftercare doesn't have to just be during your first time. You should be providing exactly. aftercare every time you have sex.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's that part in there because it's real out here with that. <laughs> it's not nice. No, it's not nice. All right. So do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up? I would definitely say this: follow your own path. Mm. Do what feels right for you. Do not be influenced by what someone's saying. Oh, it's okay. Everyone else is doing it. You're supposed No, 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 no. There's no supposed to. You have to know what your body is saying. You and your body. You mm-hmm. only get one. Mm-hmm. Listen to what it's saying. We are not there yet. Like, listen, we're not there yet. You don't appreciate that? Well, then you got to go. Don't feel no kind of way if that person doesn't understand that you're not ready. It's Okay they weren't ready and mature enough to be anywhere in your space anyway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's, that's honestly what I would say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Don't shame others for wherever they're at in their mm-hmm. sexual journey. Don't shame yourself. I mean, that's something I'm still learning, but generally speaking, try, give yourself grace. Um, Wherever you're at in that journey is where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It will happen when you're ready. You, have enough education, you can make it a great experience. You can make it the experience that's going to work best for you. Right. So, just like Lulu was saying, you know, don't put pressure on yourself to do what everyone else is doing because that may not work for you and that may not be good for you. So, yeah, learn, learn yourself.
1: You don't want regrets. No. I don't have regrets. I just have notes. <laughs> a whole binder full. Yeah, like, dude. <laughs> Not have to do that. Sir. Exactly. I will not spill anything. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. And and each experience is something that you can learn from. As, oh yes, we were saying so. Absolutely. Yeah. You will learn your body can do some amazing things. You know, learn your body can be orgasming or coming still three days after experience. You're like, what happened? <laughs> That's fun. A hundred percent. All
0: right, everyone. So that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer, please email us at podcast at tickle.life, Or you can reach out to us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at mindful sex ed pod and on Instagram at mindful sex ed podcast. If you like what you hear, please rate, review and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there. Sharing is caring. And it's free. And it's free. So please send this episode or any of our episodes to a friend. And lastly, check out all the podcasts on the Tickle.Life network. And visit Tickle.Life for all of your mindful sex ed needs. Bye-bye, everyone. And we will see you next see you week.
1: you next week. Bye. <laughs>